0: Let's mix it up, change it up, and dominate. And now, your host, eight times best-selling author and double world record holder, Rob Moore. Hi, it's Rob Moore here. How to get big influencers to do collabs and joint ventures with you to respond to your DMs and your requests. This is actually a part two, uh, and the first part is on the Disruptive Entrepreneur podcast. We cover two, four, six, eight, ten ways On part one, we're going to cover two, four, six, eight, 10, 12 ways in this part two on how to get big influencers, punch above your weight to collaborate with you, or at the very least to entertain you, engage with you, respond to your DMs, etc. I'll tell you what, let me just blitz out real quick what we covered in part one. You can go and listen to it on an episode of the Disruptive Entrepreneur podcast. So number one is DM them while they're talking on Clubhouse because they're usually in their DMs in Instagram at that time. Number two is the more you build your following and your audience, the more influence you have. Uh, And a great way to do that is to run Clubhouse rooms uh, and you'll find your Instagram following will go up significantly. The third way was to handwrite letters. The fourth way was to individually record videos for them. You could even send handwritten letters, recorded delivery, so they had to sign for it. The next way was to get connected uh, by them to people who are connected with you and them. The next way is to find people like that who are connectors and well-connected and then work on building a relationship with them, and then they'll bring you many connections over time. The next way was to create content for them and post it on your socials. The next way was to create content for them and then send it to them So they can use it on their socials. The next way was to build um, and pay uh, really good commissions on a product or service you have. The more commissions you pay, the more they're likely to promote you. And that brings us to now, part two. So the first way is to have a podcast, interview them on your podcast, and then develop a relationship with them beyond that. So I've had many people um, come on Clubhouse Rooms with me or speak at my Young Entrepreneurs Summit, or been to their charity balls and events or created friendships, lasting, meaningful friendships with people who I initially interviewed on my podcast. And if that's not a great reason to do a podcast, then then you need to check yourself before you wreck yourself. The next thing then you can do is pattern interrupt them. How can you get their attention? Maybe you could comment fairly controversially or divisively or create a, a polarising debate on their social media. Um, maybe you, How can you get seen by them? And you definitely want to be seen by them before you slide into their DMs for sure. The next thing you can do is you can pay them. So for £500 charity donation. Often you can get a really big guest on your podcast or someone who may share some of your content on your on your on their social media. So I've got Clubhouse brain. <laughs> By the way, anyone who's on Clubhouse, put your um, username in the comments. Let's connect. Mine is at Rob Moore. That's at Rob Moore. So I never used to want to pay people for collaborations, podcast interviews, um, partnerships, etc., but I'd be open to that now because it's often a way for a foot in the door. And sometimes you think it's thousands when it's hundreds or you think it's tens of thousands when it's actually only in the low low thousands. So if you could get a good deal, you know, if you could get them on a podcast and get them to run a clubhouse room with you, uh, get them to promote your um, your content uh, on their social media, then um, it might be worth considering. Now, of course, only if you have the budget. Most of the ones I covered in part one um, are free anyway. The next thing you can do is you can share their content on your stories as a way for building reciprocity. Um, So, yes, you can. I don't know why I squeaked. Yes. Yes. (laughs) Yes, you can, of course, collaborate. So I'm doing um, reciprocal story shout outs every day now. So I'll um, promote and shout out someone who I know, like and trust. Uh, on my stories on Instagram, and they'll do the same for me. And I'm getting a good few hundred new followers a day now with that as one of my collab strategies. Uh, and that used to be that volume a week, not a day. So that's definitely, um, well, in fact, my um, Instagram following is up nearly 13,000 in under 50 days. Um, now, some people are oh, yeah, but I've not got a massive following. That's fine. What you normally do is approach approach people equal or a bit above or a bit below. So I've got now, what, 50, approaching 55,000 followers on Instagram as I speak. So I'll probably approach anyone from 20,000 to 100,000 followers because they're similar, aren't they? And, you know, I don't mind um, posting out for someone if I've got a bit more of a following. And that might help the universe and might pay me forward that other people with a slightly bigger following might shout me out. Now, the micro-influencer micro-influ- world, so tens of thousands, not hundreds of thousands of followers, say, for example, on Instagram... That's um, a lot of influencer agencies are saying they're the kind of people you want to collab with. So you don't actually have to shoot for the millions all the time. You sort of build your way up. You go to the ones 10 or 20,000 less, 10 or 20,000 more. And as your following grows, you build up and up and up and up. And in a few months time, you'll then probably be more level and punching with people uh, of the same weight in the heavyweight division. Um, Okay. next, then you can ask any potential collaborator or partner. And what are you working on that uh, you you would really like help with right now? They could be promoting a book, promoting a podcast. They could want to grow some of their channels. They could want to be launched on Clubhouse, etc. So if you ask them what they're working on that you could help with and then offer to help first, then that's likely to come back to you later. Um, When you message them, make sure in the first two or three words, you put the subject and make that subject interesting. Um, So collaboration opportunity, sponsorship opportunity, partnership opportunity, um, because they have so many DMs, um, something's got to catch their eye. Actually, someone who's got uh, more than a million followers told me that that works for them and that gets their attention. And if they're going through 100 DMs, they'll go to those first where they can see a clear outcome in the first few words. Whenever you approach anyone for potential collaborations, it got to be short, like a paragraph Got to be specific. um, And it must give an outcome and a benefit to them. It mustn't be an ask from you. It must more be packaged up as a a benefit to them. This is really important. Now, by the way, I did a Clubhouse room on this. Remember, I'm at Rob Moore on Clubhouse and you can follow me there. Um, I've hit 130,000 followers this morning. I mean, where else can you do that in 49 days? (laughs) It's crazy. Um, and I ran a, a podcast room on this. I was going to say a cod pass room, a podcast room on this very subject. And we got in talent agents and influencer agencies and people with millions uh, of followers on their social media, like one lady with 1.4 million on Instagram, for example. And we discussed all this in detail. So all of this content is what works from the influencer side, not from your side. So, um, you, you know, make sure you implement this information. It's practical and tactical and it works. Okay. Next, then you've got to offer something. So, what can you offer them? What can you do for them? Whether it's grow their reach, their following, maybe they have a charity or a cause. Do some research on them. Find out what it is that they're really interested in. It could be a passion project as well as a profession project. And some part, sometimes it doesn't have to be vast. Like um, I bought some T-shirts from Vivian Westwood because she's very much on, you know, um, helping prevent climate change. So she's got this range of T-shirts where she gives the money to her, um, her foundation. And so I bought a, a batch of those T-shirts, for example. So if you do diligence and research on people and um, when you approach them, you're very specific and detailed um, without being long and waffly and you talk about something that you know that's a passion project or there's that most other people don't know, you've got way more opportunity and chance of getting a response. Now, for me, doing a collaboration and a partnership is like a ladder. So, you know, you don't get to the top rung of the ladder before you go to the first, second, third, fourth, you know, ascending rungs on the ladder. So if I think, oh, I'd like to collaborate with X person, I'm not going to try and go for that collaboration immediately. I'm going to try and track, okay, how many touch points is it? Are there seven rungs on the ladder? Are there nine rungs on the ladder? And I'm offers, offer them some help. Connect them up with someone. Share something on my story of theirs, which, of course, tag them in and it will appear in their DMs. And then you're moving up the rungs of the ladder and you're opening them up to trusting you and then building the law of reciprocity to want to give back to you. Next thing you can do is engage with them on their platforms. So if you've engaged with them regularly on Instagram or Facebook or where they engage and they've seen you, then when you slide into their DMs, you're not a stranger and you're not someone who's clearly just pitching. So get known by them and get in their awareness first. Watch their live videos. Um, you know, this isn't actually rocket science. It's just thinking a little bit back to move forward. Um, So, yeah, thank you for your kind comments on the live, by the way. I'm getting a lot of kind comments. Um, Some people are tagging people in to watch this. If you wouldn't mind sharing this video, if you think this is useful to people, let's be honest. If everyone saw this video, our DMs would be cleaner, tighter, more specific. It would serve us more. So this could be a good passion project for the universe to clean up the DMs. So if you're watching the video, please hit the share button now. And if you're listening to the podcast, The Disruptive Entrepreneur, uh, just um, get the Disruptive Entrepreneur podcast link and share it on your socials. I don't often ask for you to share, but let's share the love. Let's um, set the butterfly effect across the universe. (laughs) I've had too much coffee. (laughs) for any training that we might run. Not only do you get notified first of any launches we do, we also do supporter meetups, supporter dinners, supporter WhatsApp groups where you have a a deeper community. I do supporter-only Ask Me Anythings. I do supporter-only content and podcasts. We have a community of 2,500 supporters and I'd love to give you the chance to be one of those. I believe this is the best supporter program in the whole world. Find me a better one, but I don't think you will. So go to bit.ly forward slash supporter with a capital R right now. OK, next thing you can do is call them up. <clears throat> so I'm sharing rooms with some people on Clubhouse, which is where I spend most of my time at Rob Moore. Come find me in Clubhouse and they're doing outreach strategies. So it's kind of got a bit lost in translation or it's a bit... Re- um, Retro now to think about actually picking up the phone and talking to someone or actually, um, you know, kind of outreaching someone and and kind of not cold pitching them, but just having a volume based strategy. Nothing wrong with that. It's a bit more attritional. But if you weave in some of the things I've covered in part one and part two of this, how to get influencers to respond to DMs and collab with you, uh, if you combine the more elegant approach and the um, law of reciprocity and the giving first approach, With a volume approach of reaching a lot more people and actually picking up the phone and calling them, then uh, I think you're going to win and win big. So usually when I talk to people on DMs on Instagram, um, if it's someone I'm keen to connect with more, I'll just send them my WhatsApp number and say, hey, look, uh, my DMs are really full. Uh, I find it much easier to connect on WhatsApp, which I do personally, and, and you may find it the other way around. Um, and so then, of course, because um Zimari just asked, where do you get their phone numbers from? Well, you give them your WhatsApp, they WhatsApp you, um, and then you've got their phone number. Now, of course, you have to build a bit of rapport to do that first, but that's better anyway, isn't it, than going in cold? Now, there are ways to get people's phone numbers, and there are websites that you can do that. So come and join some of my clubhouse rooms, because I, um, I do know a few people who know how to do this. So uh, yeah, consider that. And then I've actually started now, people I've connected with on podcasts, just call them up and have a chat with them or send them voice memos because I think you build the proper connection and rapport off the platform. Now, some of these people don't even know I'm planning a collab with them. Some of these people, I've already done content for them. And some of these people we've already agreed to do some kind of collab. Now, let's say you wanted to do a proper JV or you wanted them to promote your products and services. That's the top rung of the ladder. Where could be the second and third rung of the ladder? It could be offering them something, giving them some help, advice and support where they need it, connecting them up with an individual they require, um, you know, to build their passion project or their their charity. But it also could be shouting out a post or two of theirs uh, on Instagram that they'll then notice and you'll probably build some goodwill that way. Next thing for some people who are bigger hitters, who you'd really like to to get, you can purchase a thoughtful gift and post it to them. So my friend Dennis Yu, he gets these socks and prints their faces on them and sends them to them. And that's a pretty good pattern interrupt. But you could get pretty creative with some cool gifts that are not too much money. Now, of course, you can't do this to a 100 million database. But, you know, if you're doing collaborations and joint ventures and partnerships, You probably want to be pretty strategic about who you're going to approach. And there's probably your top 50 and they're worth investing in handwritten letters on nice textured paper and sending nice thoughtful gifts like socks with their face on it, for example. That's likely to be something that they would also share on social media. You could handwrite thank you notes. So they were in a podcast room or they did a podcast episode and you thought it was really nice. Handwrite them a letter. Now, it's, it, I know it does sound a bit more labour intensive, but in the world of automation and systemization, the personal can be lost. So the more personal you are, the more advantage you have. And if you ever receive a handwritten thank you note, I bet you haven't. But if you do, I think you would ta- take notice to that. Next thing you can do is post a personal video. So someone posted me a video a few days ago and it said, um, hi, Rob, I've, I've recorded this video for you because I'd like to work for your organisation. And I was like, oh, do I press it or not? Oh, is this a trick? And I just pressed it while the, the volume was on mute. And she said, hi, Rob. And I noticed that it was personal. And then I watched the video. So sending personal videos, make them sure. Follow all the other rules I've covered with you here. Next thing you can do is send them a testimonial. So I um, sent Mark Victor Hansen a testimonial of how increasing my goals from three or five to 200 was thanks to him. Uh, and it's really changed my life. And now he's publishing me in one of his books and um, we've become good friends. We've connected each other to various podcasts. It's almost like who can give each other the most benefit, um, you know, in a world where a lot of people are taking. It's nice to, to, to be a giver. Um, so sending that testimonial, I think, was really great there. So anyone that's really helped you, send them a testimonial, post a testimonial about their work and how it's helped you on your socials. Tag them in and you'll get their attention. Because let's be honest, everyone who provides a product or service, um, you know, wants more testimonials. So that's a great little um, play you could do there. And then finally, be fucking awesome. Give great value. Give to people as much as you can. Give more than you receive. Give great content. Be a legend. And I promise you, you will do collaborations, joint ventures, partnerships, and they will come to you. Woo! So this is part two of a two-parter, a mini-series within the disruptive entrepreneur podcast so if you're watching the video you can find my podcast "The disruptive entrepreneur on all channels um, and if you're listening to this episode um, uh, if you've not already listened to part one that would have happened a few episodes ago mm, quick summary do super fast concise bullets of all the ways you could do collabs and jvs with people there are so many there is now no excuse for you to not forge more collabs and jvs and punch above your weight One, DM them while they're live, active in a room on Clubhouse. Two, build your own following so you've got good social proof. Three, handwrite them letters. Four, make it recorded delivery so they have to receive it. Five, try and get connected to them by people who know them. Six, get yourself a really good relationship with people who are well-connected. Seven, create content for them and post it on your social and tag them in. Eight, create, create content for them and send it to them to post on their socials. Nine, pay a really generous commission. Um, so that they can offer your products and services for good profit. 10, interview them on your podcast and build a relationship. 11, some kind of pattern interrupt to get noticed by them. 12, pay them or donate to their foundation. 13, ask them what they're working on that they most need help with and help them. 14, make a really clear, concise title in your DMs to get noticed. 15, offer them something, give them something first, do something for them. 16, engage with them on the platforms that they're engaged with. 17, phone them up. 18, purchase thoughtful gifts and post it to them. 19, send them thank you notes or messages. 20, create personal videos for them. 21, send them a testimonial or case study or post it on your socials. And 22, be fucking awesome. Now you, please be awesome and hit the share button. And if you're listening to this podcast, go and review it on iTunes or Stitcher and share the love if you found this useful. Look, how am I going to get feedback if I know that my content is what you want? So let me know in the comments if this is the kind of content you want more of or less of. Um, and if I see the reviews and people say, hey, Rob just did an episode on 22 ways to get into the DMs and do collabs. I know it's good. And if I don't see any um, reviews and feedback, then obviously I will keep tweaking my content. I'm here to serve you. Ruby has just said I was in Ruby's dream last night, clearly watching too many of my lives. Oh, well, you know, Ruby was in a dream? dm me what it was about (laughs) right love you all thanks for tuning in and remember this if you don't risk anything you risk everything